I don't want to call these holiday rules, right? So we've said, oh, these are the holiday guidelines. And they're just yeah. like... Sounds like COVID. Just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> face, mask, face. Um, so they, <laughs> they thought they were getting freedom. <laughs> not in this house, you're not. But sometimes you just have to sit down and have a cup of tea or, you know, an iced coffee or whatever you mm-hmm. want. You can do as much as you do in a day and it will all still be there to do again tomorrow. aka mommy imperfect and you're listening to the sisterhood of mommy imperfect the podcast where you get your weekly dose of girl chat the place where we celebrate and explore womanhood and motherhood and speaking of motherhood how are you hanging in there mommies all parents and carers are you coping okay i'm asking you because the summer school holidays have begun now while some parents are filled with glee at the anticipation of the lovely memories that they're going to make with their children as they sit around campfires, toasting marshmallows, singing Kumbaya, my lord, whatever. I'm actually scared shitless. I am. All these months of homeschoolings that we did, right, they just seem like a distant, silly dream now. And the prospect of six weeks of chaos, because that's what it probably will be in my house, and not being able to hear my own thoughts, it does fill me with a little bit of a sense of panic, if I'm honest, you know. And that is why in this episode, I'm going to be talking to her mum that always seems to have it all together. Her family meals always seem to be on point. She knows a thing about or two about family days out. She makes her own granola, for God's sake. It's London foodie, mum of two and recipe creator, Rupreet, aka Mama Rupreet. How are you doing, Rupreet? Hello, I'm good. How are you? Enjoying I'm enjoying the sunshine. Yes, the sunshine is really nice. I'm kind of hoping it continues in the six mm. weeks and it's not just us stuck inside with rain outside. But your house is very quiet. Have your kids started holidays yet? Not yet, no. So I've got about three days left. They are still at school, thankfully. I think they're like the last ones to break up because yeah, on the they school are. run this morning, there was like no other cars out there. Uh, so my youngest is actually at nursery and this is the first summer that she will be off. So I've never had, she's never had a summer holiday before in her life. Um, So she starts school in September and she's finishing nursery in two weeks. And yeah, and then we start the school summer holidays in a few days time. Um, But yeah, I'm really excited actually. So it's the first summer that I've got both of them at home. Okay. Um, And I'm I'm looking at it as a positive thing as Mm -hmm. opposed to be something to be worried about. Mainly because I'm I'm not going to put a lot of pressure on myself and I'm not going to put a lot of pressure on them. Um, so I really want these six weeks to be about fun and enjoying ourselves and mm-hmm. resting. Uh, but we're also not going away. So we're going to be primarily sort of at home with a kind of a couple of weekends away, mm-hmm. which Sorry. is also quite Sorry. different to do. Which, yeah, exactly. I'm sure a lot of people are doing like maybe a few kind of staycations, but primarily the bulk of these holidays um, mm-hmm. are going to be at home, which was never, ever my plan. I always sort of planned to at least kind of be out for for two of these weeks, which always takes the pressure off it when you're only looking at four weeks, um, four weeks of kind of entertainment and playtime and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I'm, I'm approaching it with, with positiveness now. Maybe do another podcast at the end in September <laughs> and ask, ask me how I feel then. But for now, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I haven't got like, I've got a few things planned and already in the diary, uh, but I'm a big believer in 
in trying to kind of make uh, the most out of uh, smaller things as well. So doing mm. things at home, um, getting the kids involved in like the cooking and the activities like that that we do. Things that are free. I think that it can get very expensive very quickly and it doesn't yes. need to be. And this is one thing that I was going to say because, you know, some people, some of my friends, they're still trying to book holidays to parts of the Caribbean that you're allowed to go to. Like, oh, we can go to Antigua and stuff. I'm like, okay, that's like several thousand pounds, good for you. But, you know, not everybody can afford to do that. Even people who are staying in cottages in Norfolk and stuff, now the prices (laughs) are sky high, right? Antique is probably cheaper. Yeah, exactly. The prices have gone crazy here, right? Because a lot of people, that's what they're doing. And they booked it from ages ago, didn't they? They booked it. People have been prepared, booked this ages ago, staying in a nice little cottage and stuff. Uh, but it, but it's pricey and not everybody can do that. And even the day trips. And, and the thing is, yeah. I think a lot of people forget, or maybe they don't forget, but they can actually afford it, that towards the end of the holidays, then you're going to shell out for school shoes, summer, yeah. like a uh, school uniform. And people who have kids who are going to secondary school, I do sympathise with you because, you know, the stationary list alone kills it. Mm-hmm. Forget about Blazers. blazer, this, that, pee kit, blah, 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 about three different kinds of trainers. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, not everybody has that amount of money where they can shell out on things like that and then do a holiday. So... No. But I also think it's important to remember that kids, they don't necessarily associate more fun with more money. Yeah. Um, it's a, a grown-up thing like, to think like exactly, that, right? Like, like this past weekend, like when most people had their paddling pools out... We knew that that wasn't the Caribbean and that wasn't an infinity pool going into the Caribbean Sea, <laughs> but they don't care. They're, yeah. they're happy. They, they, they've got water, they've got their costumes on, they've got an ice cream and they're splashing around. Like, it, the, 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 it's us that put the emphasis on this day has cost us £183, therefore we must have fun. Yeah. It's, that's our pressure that we put on ourselves as opposed to the fun that they're going to get out of it. Um, and we live fairly close to London and London's full of things that are free. Like I booked like a lot of days at the museums and art galleries and even mm. the parks in London are amazing. Like at the moment, there's the the elephant exhibition on the, in uh, St. James's Park that we saw a couple of weeks ago. So things like that, they cost they cost nothing, but you're getting to spend time with them and they still yeah. get the fun and the enjoyment out of it. Um, and I also think that that children these days, they they just begin to expect such a high, like, yes. like for us growing up, like going to the theatre was quite a, you know, it was a big deal. But, you know, children these days going to the theatre is something that they're like, they take it in their stride because that they're a lot more kind of used to these experiences. Um, so sometimes it's good to also kind of big those days up and say, okay, so this is a special day and we yeah. are going to go and do something special and, and, and this. But then on the other hand, have those rest days in between where you do get to kind of chill at home and do things like... Like mine, mine are still fairly young, so things like... Um, they're six and three, so things like treasure hunts and... Yeah. Um, or like reading in the garden as opposed to reading indoors or making cupcake, like things like that still excite them and, yeah. and make it fun for them or going to the local park and having a play date with, you know, some of their friends that they might not have seen for a long time um, can be just as fun as a, you know, a big day out in a theme park, I think. Yeah. And you know, last year when it was really like no one was going anywhere, right? Yeah. We just, it was just about like, oh, you can eat out now. That's your big thing yeah. this summer, right? Yeah. Um, so last year, me and my friends who live kind of close to me and, and my family obviously as well, 
that's what it was about. Just meeting up to play in parks, meeting up to play in people's gardens. Literally, that's what it was the whole summer. And that's what we looked forward to. And it was nice. And, it, and in a way, know, it was kind of the summers that we had growing up. Uh, yes, where yeah. you would do you would do that one big trip or that one week where you had like lots of things going on but the rest of the time you were kind of left to get a bit bored and come up with your own fun yeah um you know when I tell them that we didn't have tv on demand and that it was only in the summer holidays that you would have like children's programs on and you know they're like what do you mean but it but it was true we didn't you know it was summer holidays and you look forward to like waking up late and your program was still on yeah on like whatever bbc one or I think it was yeah. only four channels anyway. Uh, but those were the summers that we had. And when we look back on them, we look back at the, maybe, you know, it's a bit uh, a bit of rose-tinted sunglasses, <laughs> but you still look back happily. And, and it's those things that you remember yeah. and not always the kind of big, you know, the big ones that you've got the photos from and the videos from and things yeah. like that. Um, I mean, it was the same for us. Like, when we were grown up, you know, we... And when we were, got older, like... Um, early 20s we, we we started going on family holidays I mean we went to India and stuff you know did the whole trips back home but it was only when we got older that we were like you know our parents took us to like holidays proper holidays but then in the summers we were at home as well and and then like there's a lot of hanging around with cousins cousins came to yeah. stay we stayed with cousins having a nice time yeah. and it wasn't like oh we're gonna go out here today all the time we did have some trips out but yeah it was just playing in the garden and doing random things all the time which yeah, was nice of, yeah and that's part of the learning and that's how they yeah. develop as well I think like it's that whole getting being able to get bored is when they discover that they can do this or they can do that so yeah so I'm just trying to be kind of as organized as I can in the next few days to make sure that I have everything kind of set up as best as I can to allow them to do that and stuff so at the moment mine are really into um they're really into drawing so they're obsessed with like just drawing and coloring and pictures mm-hmm. and things so I just did them like an art caddy which uh just filled it kind of with paper put their their pens and pencils that were all over the place but put them kind of mm-hmm. into one place so that for me just means that when they come down in the morning they don't need me and they're more than happy to kind of go in there and start whatever picture they want to create that day um so that things like that I think just help take the pressure off as well so you don't feel like you have to constantly be their source of entertainment so giving them the independence to create some of that independent yep. that entertainment themselves as well um so making sure they can access stuff easily uh making sure they know where things are rather than the whole i mean obviously they're still gonna ask but rather than asking 50 times a day where's this mommy like if you mm. give them if you put that back into their hands even at a young age i think they're more than capable of doing it yeah um I think that takes some of the pressure off as well because I think that's that's part of the the dread of the six weeks is is the kind of need what they need from you as opposed to not that you can't give it you can but it's that constant draining of mummy 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 I know, but it's such a simple thing, like, make sure things are available, just being more organised. I'm literally, I'm not even joking, I've written down art caddy as a note just now, because no one can find a pencil in this damn house. Yes, I know. And I'm like, there's three school children in this house. Or a sharpener. Where's your stationery? I've got, I've got yeah. your stationery. I don't understand where any of your stuff is. Where are your pencils? It's amazing. <laughs> if you actually organise it, I think we've got about maybe 40 rubbers, 16 sharpeners, all this yeah. stuff that suddenly appears, which you can never find. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, that's just one example. Even like having their books are like they've got quite low down bookshelves so that they mm. can go and grab their books themselves. Um, another thing that I'm quite a big fan of doing, which doesn't, it sounds like it takes a lot of effort, but it doesn't, is like topic days or topic weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so like even in the lockdown, we'll just choose a topic that they're interested in. So like dinosaurs or space or yeah. a country or whatever. Um, and, and it just means that everything can kind of flow on from that. So they have... Uh, you know they have like they have quite a lot of non-fiction books so they can go in and they can have a look at pictures of different dinosaurs and then draw them and make models and make dinosaur cookies or, or whatever it is and, and it seems like it's a lot of effort but actually sometimes it takes the pressure off because everything is around that day so like we did like an italian day and we did pizzas and you could do like a chinese day and make some spring mm-hmm. rolls and things like that um so then you you actually have to think a little bit less because everything fits into like a little a little theme yeah Um, I love that that's such a nice idea it it makes it so much more fun for them and they think that they're getting something more exciting for dinner when actually you were just going to make that anyway yeah Um, (laughs) but that they have that they have no idea so yeah so things like that I think sometimes help take the kind of pressure Mm -hmm. off Um, I think food is another thing as well kind of constant snacks that, I was going to um. ask you that because I, uh, and by the way, I made one of your recipes the other day. I made that, uh, the Bengen thing, the, the aubergine uh. pasta. Oh my God, Rupreet, it was so nice. Like it was so and good. it's crazy because it's just so simple. It's just literally aubergines and there's like, it's just roasted aubergines. Yeah. But they turn out so tasty. And, and you know what? That's my favourite vegetable. <laughs> Bengen, aubergine is my favourite vegetable and I couldn't cope that my kids didn't like it. And I was about to cry. I was like, oh, my God, my kids are eating aubergine at last. Because they're like, oh, my God, this is so good, mummy. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I did put onions in the sauce as well then. I don't know if I should have put them in. I feel like I can't yeah, live yeah, with Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's the whole thing of cooking. You can do, but as in, I think the, the yeah. star of it is definitely the aubergines. Yeah. Which you don't normally expect it to taste, like, to take on that much flavour yeah. and it's taste so, so nice. good. But yeah. it, it almost tastes, like, meaty because it's... Yeah seems to have so much flavour in it, which is what I find about that pasta. And that's why I feel they eat it better because they don't feel like they're eating like a slimy aubergine. Yes, because it gets kind of... Because <laughs> the sauce, it gets combined in the sauce, yeah. So, yeah. yes. So, I know that you know what oh, you're talking about. You with, And it was easy as well, which is good. Yes. But that yes. whole thing of constantly churning out the meals, right? Because when they're at school, you know, you get a break from this, right? Yeah. But... Number one, it's always like, I'm hungry, can I have a snack? My kids do that, and I know that other kids do that. I want to have a snack. It's like, oh my God, do you have like 100 snacks at school, like every morning? I don't think so. So, I mean, what what do you do? Do you have like a, I know some people have a little snack box thing or... They do, they have a snack cupboard that they have access to, uh, but then that doesn't obviously have like, it's in a cupboard, so it doesn't have like fresh fruit and things like that, or the cheeses and things like that. That's all in the fridge. Um, So what I do a lot Mm. of is snack plates which I find that they eat better. So I'll make up a, a more of like a platter for them with like a couple of different things on it. Even after school, I'll do like small platters um, if we're going into the garden. So I'll put like the fruits, the veggies, um, kind of, I normally try and do a little bit of protein. So like some cheese or ham or chicken, mm-hmm. or whatever kind of cold stuff we've got in the fridge, any leftovers, breadsticks, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if I want to make it more like substantial, so if I want to turn that into lunch, I just put a sandwich on it too. And then it's suddenly yeah. it's like a it's like a picnic and a lunch um but I find they eat better when it's kind of cut up I've got like some fun cocktail sticks from like some of these random shops with like animals on the top of the yeah. and some of them are from like Japan with the little 
animals on them. Um, so I'll put things like that in them and suddenly uh, a raspberry seems more fun than a raspberry did. Um, and again, it seems like it's a lot of a lot of effort, but if you can make up a plate that, I mean, it's still just putting things onto a plate, it's not physically cooking. Um, it might take you four minutes to put it together, but then they're quiet for like an hour. So then you're like, okay, it's fine. Yeah. Um, and then if they don't finish it, it just kind of stays out and they can pick at it and go back to it when they want. Um, and also when we have play dates, I find that works a lot better as well, rather than offering all of the kids kind of individual stuff, as long as there's like no allergies and things, I'll just do a bigger plate for them on a, like a snack on a play date. And then they can just help themselves to to whatever they kind of mm. fancy and want from it. Um, and then I just try and be as prepared as possible and I, and I make things easy. Like I don't try and, don't do that four hour recipe on the day when, you know, you've got your kids at home. Like don't do that to yourself. Just, just make something simple and easy, mm. um, make something. And some days you go to the things that you know they're gonna eat. Like, like mine love yeah. pasta with butter and cheese. And, and on the days when, you know, we've been out and it's late and we're not going to eat until, you know, and I need something mm. really quick. Like I will go to those easy, quick things um, yeah. and use your freezer, freeze things. Like I have like two lasagnas in the freezer that I know that I'm going to pull out on those days when I can't mm -hmm. be bothered. Uh, so I think make the most of that um, and it, and just get them involved as well. So, you know, if they if you want them to eat like a salad or something, then help them help make them help you make that salad and suddenly it's a lot tastier than 100% when you would have made it by yourself yeah. and even the whole cutting things up and then them going oh my god it's so good like because I say to mine have a snack that is a piece of fruit so the fruit bowl is there have something from there and they're like oh and then I will cut up like literally slice the same fruit up arrange yeah. it in a flower pattern on a plate yep yeah. I find it therapeutic to do it anyway. And then I put it on the plate and they're like, oh my gosh, this is so nice, mummy. Like, I've, you know, the kids are uh, 12, 10 and 4 and they're all like, this is so nice. And they're eating it like yeah. it's the best thing. I'm like, it's literally the same thing I told you to eat, but brilliant. I don't care. You're eating it. Yeah. Fine. You know, um, yeah. I, I mean, it, the, the planning is, is good though, because like, I'm just, because we're going to go to Legoland, and we're kind of whispering, because one of my kids is at home, and the Doesn't other know. two are still at school, yeah, I haven't told them yet, but we're going um, in a couple of days, and then I'm actually thinking, oh, the day before, I'll make like extra chicken and rice, and then put it in the fridge, so that you know when you're battered yeah. from these trips, you come back, and then you just have the same thing. Exactly, yeah, and they'll eat it happily, and yeah. then you don't even have to worry. Oh, are they gonna like? Yeah, they're gonna eat this. Are they not gonna eat this? Like, yes, yes and that's exactly. half of the stress as well. Um, is is you put the effort into making it, and then they don't eat it, and then you're like, oh my god. Um, so I always try and be really real. Like I have one who's who loves food. He's a massive foodie. He's really into it. Yeah. Um, and then I have the opposite end of the spectrum, and you know she's just started eating things that aren't beige in color. Um. <sighs> A, a lessons of fruit uh -huh. so okay. so I, I I have two extremes and it's about kind of balancing that and still mm. having meal times that are happy and not a stressful experience yeah. um so I always think don't put too much pressure on them and they will eventually you know we're allowed to have opinions where as adults we have opinions on what we like and we don't like mm. but as long as they're getting you know a roughly balanced diet into their bodies then I let a lot of things slide <laughs> mm. And I think some people think that, you know, when you, you're doing quick food for your family, that it has to be trashed. Like, it's got to be like, oh, yeah, chicken nuggets and fries from the freezer and stuff. 
but it it doesn't does it like didn't you put up some um quick yeah, indian I, meals up exactly recently, yeah i've you? just done like an everyday indian one and one of the things that i just the last step the last recipe i did for example is um like an indian pancake like a savory pancake pancake that's made with um ground dal flour so it's mm-hmm. full of protein and then whatever veggies i have in the fridge i throw it in so like loads and loads of veggies so like carrots courgettes mm-hmm. peppers spinach whatever you have like just put everything in mm-hmm. and then it basically cooks like a pancake so i you know i tell the kids that indian pancakes and and they happily will eat them but there's no it's literally it takes the same mm-hmm. amount of time okay apart from grating the vegetables it takes the same amount of time as making a pancake batter um, and it's so, it's full of nutrients and it's really healthy. They get, you know, all of the kind of food mm-hmm. groups in there and then they happily eat it as well. Um, and it's really is so simple to make. I mean, if you can, yeah. if you can make a pancake, you can make it basically. Um, actually, it's probably less, less, hot, less easy. It's a lot easier than a pancake because you don't have to even watch for air bubbles and things like that. Mm. Um, but things like that not are not, they don't take a long time. Even things like eggs and stuff, like if you're not vegetarian, like it's so easy to do like scrambled yeah. veggie eggs for the kids. Um, even if you're doing like a pasta, like in the food processor, I'll just whiz up like carrots, peppers, tomatoes and make like a really quick sauce, like without even having to chop the vegetables and put that in with the pasta. So you know that they're getting That's some of the idea. nutrients yeah. as well. As well, Like mm. it just, it doesn't have to be it can still be home cooked. It can still be nutritional. Um, like uh, oven food is fine. Like for those days where, you know, I'm not against oven food, they eat mm. nuggets and they eat chips, but that still takes 20 minutes in the oven. Yeah. Like you can pull together something in 20 minutes um, without kind mm. of having to go to like processed food, which is also fine. Like, you know, there's days when I'm just like, guys, like I can't like have, you know, have, some sausages chips and beans and they love it <laughs> and and it's fine but then there's also days where you could be like okay have sausages I'll make some homemade mash and I'll boil some vegetables mm. and it's you know pretty much the same meal but you've just changed the nutritional content slightly yeah. of it um and then you're like okay so then you know it, it's giving you something a little mm-hmm. bit more than sausage chips and beans for example and you can save those sausage chips and beans for when you go out or you go to a pub yeah and, yeah and things like that yeah um, absolutely um so what are your um good ideas for day trips like I know you live kind of close to London we do as well we're in Berkshire are you kind of close where are you uh not far yes yeah, so northwest London so oh, okay. so northwest so a little mm-hmm. bit further north than Berkshire so not far yeah so yeah we're about to get into London from ours is about 40 minutes, half an hour, 40 minutes, yeah, roughly. 40 minutes um, as well, yeah. Probably similar, yeah. So it's not it, it's not far. Um, and as a city, sometimes, especially not going into London anymore for work and things, it's it seems a lot more funner. And, you know, I think London's amazing in the two weeks when the sun shines and those two weeks at Christmas it when it's lit up. Uh, it's, fun, it's one of the it best is. times to kind of be able to go in. Um, and there's a lot of things in there that are free. So we did... Um, we did like a little walk the other day around uh, St. James's Park and Buckingham Palace. We went up to Big Ben um, and we did uh, like Houses of Parliament and all of that. And they really like kind of seeing that. And we did, uh, we ended up near London Bridge and then went down in like past London Eye and all of that. Mm-hmm. So that's like a walk that you could easily do. Uh, there's also like a really kind of quieter areas of London as well. So we did the Paddington one a few, that was 
I think in half term, which was really fun. So we went down, so they've regenerated a lot of Paddington and there's like a Paddington trail that you can do mm-hmm. that's for free. So you can find all the little Paddington statues that are around the area um, and see those. And I know a lot of restaurants as well around there have a lot of offers on for summer as well. So kids eat free or kids eat for a pound or buy one adult meal and you get a kid's meal free and things like that. So I think it's always worth like looking at these offers that they have on mm. Um even my to get into places, just, right? Sorry. Yeah, no, my eldest as well just took a cereal box to school this morning and I just cut out the uh, the coupon that was on it. because That's I was literally like, what I was going to say. The Kellogg's yeah. vouchers. Yeah, exactly. Which are I was brilliant. like, don't take... He's like, why have you cut it out? And I was like, yeah, I'll keep this bit. Yeah. You can take the rest of the box for your whatever you're making, but I'll keep this bit. But yeah, like, look for all of those club cards. Like, if you've got all of these... Um, club cards and nectar vouchers as well use those for these days out Um, it doesn't have to be you know a lot of the days out in london are free anyway and then it's things like the sea life center um Mm -hmm. the shrek and things like that but sometimes they don't even need those you know like they're more than happy to just go in wander about see the sites uh where we went into london it wasn't summer holidays but it was a lot quieter because there's a lot less Mm -hmm. tourists this summer which actually Oh yeah. As a as a Londoner is actually quite nice. Yeah. Um so there's yeah, we went in and Buckingham Palace had like no one. Like we were right at the front, like when we saw like the changing of the guards and everything. Mm-hmm. Like there was there was no tourists. And normally that place is in summer. It's heaving. Mm-hmm. It's packed, but it's probably gonna be one of our last summers in London where you get to enjoy it without so much tourism. That's um, true. Mm. all of the museums the art galleries like the Tate Modern is amazing for kids uh it's really open and it's just the way that it kind of gets their brains thinking and their senses going is so different to kind of the normal interactions they see mm-hmm. um so it's, and there's a lot of like exhibitions going on at those as well um splash parks as well we haven't taken them to one of those for a while because of I think a lot of them being closed but I know that they're all kind of opened up now as well uh and normally they're free as well or they're very minimal in charge and they can go in and play in the splash parks mm-hmm. um uh the other thing like we have a lot of uh kind of nicer parks around us so like they're probably some of them are similar to you so things like the gruffalo trails and some of the um the outdoor activities like the go ape and things like that so i think there's there's loads to do but again i just think that i don't want to just pack them full of these activities yes, and then every summer mm-hmm. yeah and then this also changes their expectation of every summer this is what they're going to kind of expect of every day we're going to do something or what every single you know like I also want a little bit of relaxing and rest time and I want to sit on the sofa and watch movies and do stuff like that too yeah yes and I I do think that like because I like doing things and I like my kids to be active but I do think I'm going to try and work some of those just pajama days in as well because I've I've kind of I don't know about you but for my kids it's like it gets really rowdy in here I think it's just because there's, there's three of them and there's different mm. ages and stuff so um they kind of wind each other up a lot and like last <laughs> um like a couple of weeks ago um uh nanny Laura Amy she was she's been on a channel five program called mm. Todd is behaving badly so she was on the podcast and she gave a lot of good advice also about summer holidays how to keep a harmonious home but also about sibling rivalry as well so I picked yeah. up a lot of um a lot of good tips from her so that was good but um I I guess it's also that thing like with anyone if we spend so much time with anyone like if you spend so much time with as adults with any single one person yeah exactly you'll, you'll get pretty crazy with them so you know maybe separating them and doing like um 
we did a girls' day the other day. All we yeah. did was go shopping and go to Wagamama's. But she loved it, like, because it was just girls and it got and I gave it a label of girls day um and it was just we we actually had to go I had to go shopping so she did really like we had to get some bits and bobs but for her it was a really fun day out and she was like I got to go on girls day um Mm, so that's really cute sometimes just changing the dynamic of a normal day can can just make that whole day like you know and then when she got you know when her brother got home from school he was she was like I went on girls day like are you gonna go on a boys day or um like I know the cinemas do like mini mornings and they Mm -hmm. do like the half price tickets during some holidays so even if you take sort of one one on one to go and kind of watch a film Mm -hmm. or or something like that that kind of three hour break maybe from the rest of the family can sometimes just make when you come back just changes the whole mood and the dynamic and everything Uh, but then obviously it's the balancing act of you know favoritism and they this fun got to do this and this so it's about balancing it all out as well my middle daughter who's 10 is currently loving it because she broke up on Friday and the other two are still at school. So, and it, it's really nice for her because, you know, she's in the middle and sometimes I do get yes. like, oh my God, is she going to have middle child syndrome? Is she not getting attention? But I I try to make sure she does. But um, she sometimes tends to get wound up by the other two as well. So she's really loving the fact that it's just her and uh-huh. us. And yesterday we, uh, she, she came, she, I got my nails done yesterday. So she came with me okay. and she's in, she likes nails. So she came with me, was watching the whole process and stuff. Then she really wanted to go to Claire's. So we went to Claire's. She's got stick-on nails, which she sometimes gets in the holidays. I let her have them. Yeah. So then we were like, chose some for her and put them on. And today we did a workout together. But they're things that I was going to do anyway, because she's joining in and it's yeah. just her and me she's loving it and it's exactly and it's just turned out that way so it's really it is quite nice but we had to make um this holiday guidelines thing now I've I know this sounds like they're in jail now I'm just being honest with everybody right I'm Mm. not gonna treat my kids like they're in jail over the holiday but for us the whole yeah do what you want freestyle it it ends in chaos and I don't know if it's because it's three of them or because the personalities or ages or whatever but I don't want to call these holiday rules, right? So we've said, oh, these are the holiday guidelines. And they're just yeah. things like... Sounds like COVID. They're just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> face, mask, space. Um, so they thought they were getting just, freedom. <laughs> not in this house, you're not. So, so they're just things like... Um, uh, if you... Uh, like, try and plan nice activities to do with your family, you know. Yeah. If you are getting annoyed with each other go and do something quiet in your room like but this is on the fridge now so it's just a reminder of instead of like you know ending up like smacking someone on the side of the head take yourself away maybe that's your chance to do something quiet just things like you know tidy up after yourself or something and or and things like um uh in the morning that's your time to be creative if you want to or whatever because if mine put the tv on from the morning they will literally not it stop watching t- they won't they yeah. won't so i kind it's of a drug yeah it is they turn into tv zombies yeah. i'm like hello hello so yeah. you know i'm trying to delay the switching on of tv i don't really care if they watch like four hours of tv later on but yeah. trying to do something and then i know that i have to then be like oh do you want to do this or put things out or whatever or take them out and i'm up for that but it's just that I want them to know, you know, let's get ready to kind of do something and then you can just chill a little bit in the afternoon. 
Well, but you also don't want to be that moany mum that's constantly going on about this, this. Like, so mm. that's what, you know, like I've, I've sorted their playroom out. It's tidy. Everything's mm-hmm. there. So the word I kind of tried to teach them was respect. And I was like, you guys need to respect this room now. And if you want <laughs> yeah. to do fun things, this this room needs to be shown respect. So you yeah. put things back where you got them. Um which sounds really easy, but when they're three and six is not the easiest thing to get out for them. But no. it, it's that thing of, I, and I said, I don't want to spend six weeks saying, can you tidy up, please? Um, which is what I don't want to do. So it's about kind of giving them, you've given them those guidelines of kind of, this is where <laughs> yeah. we want to be. Yeah. Let's all try and work together to to be there yeah. and make this a pleasant experience for everyone. Yeah, I mean, I, wanted, I actually wanted to put, let's do chores, but I thought, no, yes. it's holiday guidelines. So I was like, look, the least you can do, tidy up after yourselves. That's it, just tidy yeah. up after yourselves, right? Yeah, that's all I'm saying. So, put those some guidelines back. now, mate. Yeah, maybe I'm going <laughs> to put some guidelines somewhere. <laughs> Except one can't oh, read, so, so it doesn't really yeah. work where one can't read. <laughs> it kind of defeats the point. Yes, it is, yeah. I mean, one of mine can't read, but I, I was sure to be like, shall I read these up to you? <laughs> I know you're four, let me read you the guidelines. She's like, oh yeah, they're good. <laughs> uh, probably went in one ear out the other. But um... but we can yes. try, that's all we can we do. We can is try. Just... Is try. Um, but yeah, again, yeah, you don't want to be this mum that just spends all of the six weeks or dad mm. that spends all the six weeks just moaning and groaning and like, and it gets to you as well. Like the mess gets to me and it's just, it does. it's just mess, but it annoys me after a while of, and I can't spend six weeks picking things up constantly because I will go, I will go crazy and I don't want to do that. So um, yeah. he turned around so you know I've started getting them to do these things and he turned around and said to me mummy imagine you didn't have this help from me you would have to do all of this yourself <laughs> and I was like if I didn't have you none of this mess would be here but he couldn't understand that concept of yeah. that he had they, they were the ones that had created all of this mess in the first place like he thought he was being so helpful oh that's so cute that is so um, cute so, so yeah, let's let's see what happens. But yeah, that's my biggest thing is trying to just get them to do those little tasks of mm. put things back, but then also giving them the system to be able to do it. So like, I think last year I put all of their puzzles, all of their jigsaws, everything in these like Ziploc bags. Um, so everything, like all their games with 100 mm-hmm. million pieces and then the box breaks and then this, yep. and it just ends up chaos. So everything is in its own bag. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other day they did something and they didn't put it back in the bag. And I was like, guys, this is this is called not showing respect <laughs> now. It's not in the bag. Yeah. And they were like, I was like, I can't, like you know, I can't give you guys more stuff, like because he wants he wants some special pens. I was like, you can't get those pens if you show no respect to these. So it's but giving them that. I've like I've given you guys. You've just got to take the the puzzle out and you put it back in a bag. Like it's not hard. Um, but but you know. I mean, it obviously is hard because they don't listen and they don't do it. But but I'm trying to give them these tools to yeah. to be able to do things as quickly and as efficiently as they can and without having to be like, you know, because I organise a bookshelf and I put everything, you know, like obviously I've got a little bit of, um, you know, I like control over things. So I'll put like all of the, I don't know, um, 
that all the Paddington books together and then all the Thomas books together and all the dinosaur books together. Now, obviously, they're not going to listen to that. And I have to expect, you know, accept that when they put it back on the bookshelf, they'll just dump it into the bookshelf. But the fact that it's got there is kind of half a win. So I'm like, OK, cool. Yes, that is um, very uh, that is a very that's something I would do. But it's a very ambitious thing like these are organised by, yes, like you said, you know, Paddington, this, that. I've, yeah, I've colour-coded mine in my actual bookshelf in my wow. living room. That's I've... my dream. Like, if I could do that in, <laughs> in rainbow colour, I mean, that's not their bookshelf, that's ours. But yeah, that's my dream. If you've done so it in not... rainbow. I've done it, like, you know, it's one of those ones from Ikea with the the boxes. You know, everyone has oh, them yeah, in their yeah. house, yeah. you know, so it's got different boxes. And then I've done, like... A bo- one box is yellow and then the oh, other box has beautiful. got some kind of ornaments and then the other box is blue. I mean, sometimes I'll sit there and just look at it. Won't get a book off of there and read it, no. I'll literally sit on the sofa and go, oh my God, the box looks it's so pretty. Piece of art. Yeah. Yeah. It looks that's so pretty. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, our bookshelf doesn't look like that. But but I've seen the rainbow ones as well. That like I know. The kids' ones that go, and they're beautiful. But yeah, okay, like that would just... I mean, yes, that obviously has to be your bookshelf, not theirs. Theirs is, we have a library cupboard. So we've got this big cupboard in one of their rooms and it's just like loads and loads of books in there. And if sometimes yeah. I'll just put things, chuck everything in, close the door, pretend I didn't see it. But yeah. um, sometimes we'll then tidy up. But I, I think that also we have to lower our standards a little bit in yeah. the holidays because yes. I normally like to do all my cleaning, get the house like absolutely clean from top to bottom on Friday and then I look at the house and sit there in a nice clean house I have a cup of coffee looking around admiring it all for how long for one hour and then they come back from school and then it's all over so mm. now that's not obviously going to work so I'm just like you know what I'll just do cleaning as and when and then hopefully maybe get them involved I don't know but I'm I'm relaxing I'm I'm not going to get stressed out about it and I am that person where I when I sit down I don't like to basically sit and relax in a shithole. Like, I like yeah. it to look decent and then I feel, like, calm and relaxed and uncluttered and whatever. So I'm having to be like, do you know what, Rena? Just forget it. Just chill out. Even my husband said to me, he's like, who cares? It's just a bit of mess. They're just children. They're children. Let them... If we're sitting around and having a nice time, don't yeah. worry about and it. it and, you know? and it's it's recognising that it's it's mess as opposed to unclean. Like uh, yeah, 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 clean. exactly. It's uh, it's books that have come out of the bookshelf or a yes. puzzle that hasn't been put away um, and it's recognising that it's mess or it's things like, um, like our hallway is always amazing on a Monday and then by Friday, the shoes are all off the, the shoe rack yes. and the hats are thrown in and there's like five different rucksacks, which I don't even know how they accumulate in there. But it's things like that. It's still clean, but it's just... Oh yeah, it's just like it's just like like what? Why can't you put your shoes on their back? I know, no, but now I'm. I would say to everybody, look, as long as your toilet has been cleaned and your floors <laughs> have been mopped within the last week or so, you're winning. You are winning. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Self care, yes. quickly, quickly, just talk about uh, self care because I think that you know yes. we're the ones who are doing all this, cutting up nice snacks and things, trying to yes. think of nice little days we can have and whatever. Yes you're not going to get that downtime uh and when with with me my elder kids are like they want to go to bed as late as possible because they just think it's cool and I'm like oh my god please no because I can't watch all the tv programs with like bad words in and lie there so please go to sleep so anyway so what what do you do to kind of just relax yourself yeah so self-care uh so the whole bedtime mm-hmm. thing is obviously quite a big deal um yeah 
lately my three-year-old has just been lying in bed talking to herself for about three weeks now so she goes into bed and she just doesn't fall asleep and then we'll hear little pitter patter feet come downstairs and open the door and she'll be like yeah I just couldn't sleep or she'll get like I don't know I'll go in and there'll be like 20 different cuddly toys and she'll be like like having a full full on conversation with all 20 um so bedtime is something that I've been I've been thinking about. So we normally have Friday movie nights. So they stay up late on a Friday mm-hmm. and they've done that for a while now. And we watch a film and they go to bed quite late. And they're quite good in the sense that they will sleep. They do sleep in. She does have lions and stuff. So I don't worry so much about them getting enough sleeping because I know they'll make it up mm-hmm. in the morning. But the problem is on the other end of I want to watch my programs. And for me, that is a form of self-care. So after the kitchen's all clean and they've gone to bed, there is nothing I like more than sitting on the sofa and watching like brainless TV. I love it. So um, I think it's about recognising that, okay, this is summer holidays. You know, you guys are a little bit more flexible if we're out, if we're at Mm. a restaurant, you can stay up late. We can have Friday movie nights. We can maybe even have a Sunday movie night. But then those other weeks, just, you know, trying to stick to a bit of a routine and getting them up early enough so that you get your self-care. Also things like, um, like for example, sending them in, I remember in the first lockdown, just sending them into the garden and sitting by yourself in the peace and quiet and mm. having a cup of tea can sometimes make so much difference. Yeah, like absolutely. even if they're just out there for like 15 minutes, it's just 15 minutes of not being like in your breathing Mm. space can make so much difference. Um, And then I think trying to find things that you can do like as a couple as well is probably helpful during this time. So like, you know, it doesn't have to be huge things, but like a dinner or a cinema Mm. or just something like rather than it always being, because you'll do a lot of obviously family days and family days out and Mm. things like that. Um, But I think that is also going to kind of help is just being able to kind of go for dinner, go for lunch. Um, It's been very quiet the last few months because they've both been like, it's been kind of an uninterrupted period of school and stuff. So it's been really nice and quiet during the Mm. week. And then the weekend, like you said, is that noise and that chaos. And sometimes you're just like, I love, like, I look forward to the peace of a Monday so much sometimes. Yeah. That you're, yeah. like, you're like, oh, I'm not going to get a Monday of peace for a yeah. long time. Um, but it's, I think it's just that. I think it's, for me, that's what makes a big difference, is is having a little bit of quiet. Quiet um, moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those quiet moments is just, is, is what helps. Like, uh, yeah, it'd be lovely to go for, like, a spa day or, or stuff like that. But the reality is that that's probably not going to happen. Um, so I think it's those small, those small moments. Mm. Like I do, like you said, like there's always something to do. There's always, um, there's always cleaning. There's always cooking. There's always four loads of laundry. There's always something yep. to do. But sometimes you just have to sit down and have a cup of tea or you know an iced coffee or whatever mm-hmm. you want and just say like that's not going to change. That's always going to be there. You could do as much as you do in a day. And it will all still be there to do again tomorrow. Yes. Um, so like you said about relaxing, I think that's part of it as well. Like like just accepting that even if you do eight loads of laundry today, there'll still be another one for you tomorrow. Like it will still oh, magically yeah. appear. And then someone's yeah. going to have to put those clothes back again. Yeah. Everywhere yeah. and iron them and everything. So it's, yeah, it's a whole thing. It's so, a, yeah, a never-ending cycle. Like, okay. So you, sometimes you have to just accept it and sit down and have that tea. Or, you know, sit down and... 
Like, I'm always guilty of being like, they'll be like, oh, can you sit and do this with me? And I'll be like, I've just got to go and cook. Oh, I've just got to go and do this. Oh, let me just go and stir the pan. Let me just go and check this. Let me just go and do that. Um, And it's very hard to not do that because without doing that, life doesn't Mm. move. Like, you know, you have to, you have, there are things that you have to do. Uh, But it's also just recognising that, you know what, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to do this. And this is also important for me to do. Um, Mm. And this breather is important for me to do. And do it without feeling guilty. Like, have that tea, sit there or, you know, escape for a coffee in a coffee shop without feeling guilty. Yeah. And, you know, like, I'm just thinking about my holiday guidelines. (laughs) Like, how how I said to my kids, you know, if you're feeling annoyed with people and whatever, then go to your room and chill. Like, I probably will do that myself at some point. And then, and just be open about it. Like, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to have a bit of quiet time and whatever. Just want to have a little quiet moment. And that's okay, because I'm encouraging them to do it. So... You know, I've tried. They they find me. They find, I know you have to really hide. They well, find don't me. You? Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I'll have to make one of their dens and hide in one of those. Yeah. <laughs> but I always find it funny that if their dad hides, they never find him. Yeah. Like <laughs> no one they cares. Never, they never find him. Like if I disappear for too long, they're like, "Where's mummy?" <laughs> oh, mummy can't do it. Mummy can't move. Mummy can't do anything. No. yeah but but yeah and and also yeah I mean it like like we 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 say that we're we're doing everything and 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 I've always done that like taking those roles on but but then you've also got to give like I don't do breakfast like I just don't wake up (laughs) so I leave that to my husband so it's Mm -hmm. also about like saying you know what this is your job like you do this as well so that gives you some kind of moments to yourself as well so Mm. you know I just just I just don't wake up, so he has to feed us. Just basically. play, just play dead, basically. Just yeah, 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 and and it mm. works great. So, <laughs> I mean, even right. even with extended family, I, I think like you know, if people are lucky enough to have their parents yes. around, so yeah, we are, we do that, that you know, and I, which I think it, that is so nice, like that kind of bond anyway to um really nurture that bond in the summer holidays as well, like grandparents' time, uncles and aunties. So, yeah. and then, you know, that takes the pressure off you as well, doesn't it? Like, oh my God, when my mom comes home, it's brilliant. It's so good. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's help- she's ironing my clothes one minute. She's doing this. Like, it's just like... Mine um... don't do that. <laughs> my mom, honestly, she likes to keep busy and that. Sometimes I'm like, do you want to sit down? She's like, no, no, no. I'll put another washing load on for you. And then I'm like, oh, oh wow. okay. Um, but yeah, no, and then, it, you know. It is lovely. It, and yeah, and to spend time. And And the other thing they've got is a couple of days out where... Um, so we ask now for like birthdays and for Christmas rather mm-hmm. than buying them a present, buy them an experience. So they've mm-hmm. got like a couple of days coming coming up that are those experiences that they haven't done that are okay. sort of like, like belated birthday and Christmas presents and stuff with like mm-hmm. um, family, which is also another kind of good way to yeah. keep them entertained without, I mean, the, as in they're still spending the money, but as in it's part of their present as opposed mm-hmm. to you know, a present, like one of the toys that they would have got and by now have not even mm. looked at, you know, when was Christmas? Six months ago? Like, I don't know what toys they're still playing with that they got from Christmas. Whereas something like this, then they remember like, oh, we went to the theatre or we went to the zoo. And it means so much more when they do it with someone else sometimes. Like, it, again, it creates that buzz of yeah. it's a special day. Um, so that's another thing that we do a lot is just say, like, they don't need any toys, like, buy them an experience that you guys can do with them to make more memories basically Mm, it's a nice idea 
That is a nice idea. Well, thank you so much, Rupreet. Um, I really thank appreciate you. you coming on. I feel calmer now. I just, I do feel calmer now, seriously. I'm glad. Um, and you've got some really good tips. Now, um, you know, where, what are your social media handles in case people want to follow you, get your yummy recipes and find out yep. some more tips and uh, days out and stuff? Yep, so at mama underscore group eat. So that's R-U-P-E-A-T. Um, and yeah, I've got like loads of recipes on there. I've got lots of highlights of days out and things that we've done. And I try and share like a mix of things. So not just big days out, but also those kind of smaller days out. Like I said, like the Gruffalo trails, the splash pads, all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so stay tuned and see what we get up to for the whole of these six weeks. And, and I'll send you a message in uh, September and let you know how I survive. Uh, yeah, yes. Check on me, please. Yeah, and I'll check on you. <laughs> So to all the parents listening, right, I just want to say that, like, I think my advice from talking to Rupreet is just, you know, relax and just get okay with living in a bit of a crap hole. Otherwise, you will get stressed out. Enjoy the moment, sir, because, you know, I might be like, oh, my God, the chaos and this and that. But really, you know, it they are precious moments because our kids are never going to be this age again, right? This is time goes so quick. So, you know, building those nice moments when you can just just appreciate them and even if that's sitting on the sofa together watching a movie just I think it's important to really just appreciate it as well um and build in some me time because you don't want to go mad and it's also good for the kids to see moms looking after themselves I think as well because you know little eyes are always looking up at us we are their role models really and you're going to be more chilled as a result of it too and if you're not a parent and you're listening then please do feel sorry for the parents, you know, <laughs> kindly offer to look after their kids for a couple of hours now and then. Thank you very much. And thanks everyone for listening. And I hope that this has been useful for you. Please do share it. Spread the love, spread the holiday love. Let's grow the sisterhood. And do follow me on Instagram too, at sisterhood of Mummy Imperfect or at Rena D. Annabelle. Also, there's a Mummy Imperfect facebook page and on twitter i'm rena d annabelle until next week take care bye bye